0: Do 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 do, do, do. Bum, 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 bum. Good morning everybody and welcome to the highlight of civilization. Will Scott wake up? I don't know. We'll find out. But you've come to the place that's the most amazing place and the best place you could ever be. Forget about that Apple announcement that's happening at the same time. You don't care. It's unimportant. But if you'd like your experience to go to levels never before seen, all you need is a cup or a mug or a glass, a tank or chalice or stein, a canteen jug or flask, a vessel of any kind. Fill it with your favorite liquid. I like coffee. And join me now for the unparalleled pleasure, the dopamine end of the day, the thing that makes everything better. It's called the simultaneous sip. It happens now. Go. Ah. Yes, you can see behind me, there will be a whiteboard today, which means it's the best kind of day. There's nothing better than whiteboard day. Sounds racist, but it's not. It's not. We'll get to that whiteboard. Uh, Well, today, Apple's got a big announcement. They're making a wearable birth control for men. That's a pretty big deal. Wearable birth control for men. Um, I think they call it a mixed reality headset. You put that on, and you have no chance of mating whatsoever. Uh, They say it's good for AR and also VR. AR and VR stands for... uh, It's got to be... AR has got to be alone reality, and VR would be virgin reality. I think it covers both. Uh, But they say it will be used for uh, the valuable processes of gaming, messaging, and tracking your health in unspecific ways. Now, here's a question I have for you. We'll go private here on Locals. Uh, My question for you is, has Tim Cook introduced a new product that was a whole new category before that succeeded? Has he ever done that? Because I feel like it's just been iPads and phones and new software... A watch, but the watch—the watch was just sort of, eh. I don't know. I've got a feeling this is the kind of product c- category that Steve Jobs could make into something, uh, but I don't think Tim Cook can. All right, I completely changed my opinion. Erase everything you just heard. My new opinion is Steve Jobs would not have created mixed reality headsets. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think Steve Jobs would have even tried? Or would he have said, no, you don't want that on your head. Get that off your head. I don't know. Oh, I, I, actually, the, uh, the, actual, the Apple earbuds, earbuds or whatever they are, the Apple earbuds came under Tim Cook, and those were amazing. So that's a pretty good technology. By the way, do, your, do your, earbuds make, or your earbuds make your ears itch? Does anybody have an itchy ear problem? I can't even use them. I, I can only use the, uh, the earbuds for maybe one day in a row. If I use them for two days in a row, my ears will itch like insanely. I can't even use them. There's a reason for that. I, I saw a study that there's some kind of vibrational thing that happens there. No, it's not about washing them. It's about the vibration. Not about washing them. You can say it a million times, but it's not about washing them. It's just about the sound. All right, Jack Dorsey has endorsed uh, RFK Jr. I don't know if that will make any difference, but he, he seems to think that RFK Jr. could beat both of them. Jack Dorsey also tweeted cryptically, End of an empire. (laughs) We don't know what empire he's talking about. I'm guessing America. What do you think? Uh, I think he's saying it's the end of the American empire. I don't know. Could be. Maybe he's talking about Twitter. But probably America. Well, there's a study out. I saw Ashley St. Clair was tweeting about this. Uh, It shows that 53% of mothers of boys with gender identity disorder have borderline personality disorder or depression. Uh, These mothers also had child-rearing attitudes and practices that encouraged symbiosis and discouraged the development of autonomy. Are you surprised that 53% of boys who had gender identity disorder had a crazy mom? But crazy in a specific way all right but that but that would still leave about half you know roughly half of the kids who are not influenced by the mother what, what do you think influences the other half it's they're born that way and then they're just you know uh, expressing who they are probably for some probably some are just born that way and they're expressing who they are But um, we might look for some other studies that says uh, left-wing activists um, also have mental illness. (laughs) A study out of the University of Bern in Switzerland has revealed that those who partake in far-left activism are more likely to exhibit narcissistic personality and psychopathic tendencies. So you got your mother's Half of the mothers of boys with uh, gender identity disorder have mental illness. Um, many of the left-wing activists have mental illness. Is there any other mental illness in the news? Oh, yes, there is. So there are over 2,000 families who are suing social media for uh, making their children's, children mentally ill. So now we know that three things associated with mental illness, mothers of boys with gender identity disorder, left-wing activists, and anybody who watches social media, who's, who's a child anyway. So are we finally at the point where we can say that politics is rarely about politics? It's almost entirely about mental illness, isn't it? It's almost entirely mental illness. Because the stuff we talk about is the stuff that's interesting. What is interesting? Well, what's interesting is when some far right or far left group does something. Because everybody in the middle is busy being boring. That's what makes us average. We're all boring in the middle. But the two extremes cause all the news. They're the ones that drive the news. And it's all mental illness. It's mental illness. The, the trans debate is mostly mental illness, but there's a, a core of real people who have real issues, and, you know, I wish them the best and hope they can get all the support they need, and I hope they don't get discriminated and all that. But it looks like it's mostly mental illness. Mostly. So it's, um, it's you know, some form of uh, mass hysteria, persuasion, parental effect... But I don't want to take away from the fact that there are real people I think as far as I know that there are real people with gender dysphoria, and they should not be they should not be thrown under the bus just because other people are a different situation so I want to show some empathy there but it's clearly um, the part that's real is really concealed by the part that's mental illness at this point all right um, China births. Here's some numbers. You already know that the population is a problem in China, population collapse, and also the US. But here's some numbers that were kind of shocking I saw today. Um, Chinese births have gone from around 18 million a year in 2016, and that's when the one child policy was scrapped in, in China, and now it's below 10 million. Just hold that in your head for a moment. When it was 18 million, they immediately stopped the program because it, they had a danger of destroying the country because there weren't enough births. That's at 18 million. It's at 10 million now, and they don't do immigration, do they? Do they? China doesn't do immigration except do they? Never, right? Right? So the u s, weirdly, has a robust immigration program, which has kept us you know, above the uh, replacement level. But the U.S. has the same problem. Listen to this. Um, About 3.7 million babies were born in the U.S. in 2022. Now, that's not much unchanged from 2021, right? So it's not that different from 2021, just down a little. Uh, But it's down 15% from the peak in 2017. However, our population keeps growing because we're, you know, adding a lot of, Immigration. Uh, robust isn't the right word. Try virulent. <laughs> uh, oh, somebody's saying that I'm the only channel that YouTube has a problem with. I don't know about that. I think other people would have said it. All right. So, yeah, not enough, not enough bursts. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy's making some news talking about Ukraine. And he's very clear that it's not an American priority. And what he would do as president would he, he would freeze the borders the way they are, which would give you know Russia control of some stuff they didn't have before the war. And uh, he would uh, agree to not support NATO for Ukraine in return. And uh, Not in return, but these are things they would give Russia to stop the war, or he would. Um, And he would ask Russia to break its ties or his military deals, not his ties, but his military deals with China. What do you think of that? Day one, Vivek becomes president. And by the way, I think Trump would do something similar. Now, Trump hasn't said the details. He just said he'd stop it on the first day by threatening both of them. But would this stop the war? Would freezing the borders... um, Probably freezing them after Russia gets control of all the Russia territories. Because I tweeted today uh, an opinion that says Russia's totally winning, they have all the artillery and men, and that's all you need. Basically, that's the whole story. More artillery, more men, we're done here. They're going to win. Now, maybe... Uh, I'm not sure I buy into that yet, but it's a reasonable hypothesis. And it looks like Russia has a good chance of capturing all of the Russian-speaking territories. Do you think it would be the worst thing in the world if Russia captured all of the Russian-speaking territories in Ukraine and just kept them? (laughs) How would that affect you? It wouldn't affect you at all. <clears throat> not only would it not affect you, you'd probably see it as the end of the war. Because there's some, uh, there's some belief that Russia doesn't want the rest of Ukraine because it would be too hard to manage it. It's ethnically different. It's going to be a pain in the ass. But they probably could manage to control the Russian-speaking territories. I don't know. I, I feel like uh, Ukraine maybe needs to lose a little bit more territory so, so that Russia has something to negotiate with. And then I think we're done. But I don't think it's a war anymore. Would you agree? Can, can I get you to agree with that? It's no longer a war. Now we're in advanced negotiations. Because it doesn't look like there's going to be any gigantic territorial change. There'll be little ones, but maybe nothing gigantic. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, nothing's, uh, nothing is uh, predictable there, but we'll see. Um, test of your intelligence. Put your intelligence hat on. That's correct. I got the right answer before I asked the question. That is correct. 25%. Do you want to hear the story? You got the answer. The answer is 25%. And uh, the question is, what percentage of Democrats want Biden to run? (laughs) 25% of Democrats want Biden to run. What are they seeing that we're not seeing? It's such a consistent number. If you're new to the channel, 25% is what I say uh, is the percentage of Americans who get every question wrong. It's a different 25% for each question, but 25% will get every question wrong. Very consistent. All right. Um, So the the Ukraine counteroffensive has begun. Uh, or, or not. Because apparently, if you are a Ukraine counteroffensive person, the last thing you want to talk about is the counteroffensive. It's like Fight Club. So they might be starting, but they might not be. Maybe yes, maybe no. But there is fighting, of course. Uh, and there's one theory that they're going to try to cut off the land bridge to Crimea. We'll see. Russians say they've already, already repelled the counteroffensive. And you believe nothing about that area as you should. All right. Now, the most important thing I wanted to do today was—oh, I have one story I forgot. Before we get to the whiteboard, Um, there are—did you know there are over 90 reparation committees that have been created in the U.S. since the uh, death of George Floyd in 2020? So apparently, the death of George Floyd created uh, calls for reparations. Do you know why there were 90 of them after George Floyd died, but maybe few or none before that? What what changed it? What changed it was that after George Floyd died, you couldn't say anything to black people anymore. So criticism against anything that any black person wanted to do just went away. So everybody was like, how about reparations? And then all the white people said... Uh, I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. I I got nothing to say. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. So as long as you've got no pushback and as long as white people are willing to lie to you, you can create uh, 90 reparations committees that collectively have created uh, not a lot of reparations. I think there was one example, wasn't there? Was it Minnesota or something? But I think there was one One actual reparations that happened, but not enough people collected it. It didn't exactly work out. Yeah, some people got paid, but it was hard. I think it was difficult to prove that you were eligible, so there weren't many people getting taking advantage of it. You know, somebody says they know a white guy named George Floyd. Oh, that's got to be terrible. Wow. So again, I would say one of the biggest problems for uh, black. Americans, is that uh, they've trained white Americans to lie to them about anything important. Would you agree? That black people have taught white people to just lie to them. Oh yeah, reparations, totally, go do that. Like that's really going to (laughs) happen. It's just nothing but lying. But if you want us to lie to you, all right, I guess we will. All right, now let me show you on the whiteboard... Uh, how, to, how to identify a hoax, how to create a good hoax, and then I'm going to predict the summer hoax. Right? There's always a summer hoax for Trump. So <clears throat> we'll start with how to create a good hoax. Right, if, were, if it was your job to do a dirty trick and create a Trump hoax, what criteria would you use? Uh, I would use first the Tucker rule, Tucker Carlson. You remember the Tucker rule? That whatever the Democrats are doing themselves, they will blame you of. So rule number one, the hoax has to be something that Democrats are doing that's sketchy, that they're going to accuse the other side of doing. So it has to have that quality, accusing you of what they're doing. It needs to be unverifiable. Uh, The alternative to that is a video that they can clip, right? So there's two kinds of main hoaxes they use against hoax, uh, against Trump. One is the anonymous source, and uh, the other is, uh, the anonymous source goes along with, I've seen something that you haven't seen. Oh, yeah, I was in the skiff, and I saw something secret that you can't see, but, oh, it's bad. Oh, it's bad. Until you see it, and it's not. So the unverifiable sources are uh, good because all summer long the pundits can say, well, we don't know what's true, but if, if the reports are true, that he urinated on a hooker's bed, ho, 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 if they're true. And so all summer long when it's slow news, you could have if it's true stories. So that's the other requirement. Now, um, as you know, A good hoax would play to people's biases. What do I mean by that? Well, remember when Trump was running the first time, uh, and even when he was president, the claim against him was he was a big old racist. So the best kind of hoax would be a hoax that shows him looking racist. That's what the fine people hoax was. So the the fine people hoax was to play to the bias. Oh, you already think he thinks this way, so we'll create a hoax by leaving out some of the video that makes him look like he was praising neo-Nazis. Of course he wasn't. If there's anybody here who still thinks that really happened, you need to do your homework. <laughs> All right. there, there was no... He never called any neo-Nazis fine people in the real world. He said the opposite. The video was uh, edited to make it, to, to reverse it. Now, likewise, do you remember when the pandemic hit and the big complaint about Trump was... What was the biggest complaint about Trump when the pandemic hit? Well, he's not a science guy, right? He, you know, what What's he know about science? So you need a hoax that plays to the bias that Trump doesn't know enough about science. So they uh, did the drinking bleach hoax. Oh, yeah, he recommended drinking bleach, which, of course, never happened, nor did he recommend ingesting a household cleaner of any kind. That never happened. He was talking about light therapy. That was a thing. It was edited to take out the light part, and so people thought he was talking about drinking bleach. So, whatever the new hoax will be, it's going to be Tucker Rule, it's going to be unverifiable, or or it's a video that they edit misleadingly. Could be the one. Uh, It plays to the bias, so you're already, the the people who don't like Trump would already be primed to accept it because, ah, that's what we thought. That is exactly what we thought he was like. And here's the best one. It should be designed to remove a Trump advantage. What, what would be an example of that? Well, I would say that a Trump advantage would be his ability to work with Putin, wouldn't you say? Trump's ability to get along with Putin would be a Trump advantage. But you can take that away by saying that he's actually colluding with with Russia, so you don't just say it didn't happen. You don't you don't just say, "Oh, that's not a good idea that he's he could get along with Putin." You go right at it and you say, "Oh, it's not only a bad idea, but he's colluding with Russia. He's an actual, you know, treasonous president." Right. So, given all these things, can you predict what the uh, what the hoax will be this summer? You should because it already started. Trump is trying to help Iran <laughs> with secret documents that would be bad for, uh, bad for uh, Israel. Who, who's the uh, prime minister of Israel right now? Who's the prime minister of Israel? Benjamin Netanyahu. Who gets along with Benjamin Netanyahu better than any president? Trump. Trump and Netanyahu are, are uh, classic buddies. So if you are um, if you're the Democrats, you want to put some distance between Trump and Netanyahu, but also Trump and Israel. You'd like, you'd like uh, Jewish voters in the United States to say, whoa, that Trump guy, he's kind of anti-Israel. But Trump is the most pro-Israel president of all time. And the only way they can take that away from them is with a hoax. So they're going to have to come up with a hoax that a document you can't see, but somebody did. Oh, yeah. If, if it's what we think it is, if if those boxes, we don't know for sure, but if if those boxes have a, an Iranian attack document, and if he took that, it was to give it to Iran because he's not really on Israel's side. What do you think? And already we're seeing it, right? I'm not make, if I had made this up you know, just a few months ago, you would have said, that's crazy. Come on, that's just crazy. Yeah, and he also had the success with the Abraham Accords. So, but it's already happening. This is literally in the news already that there was some Iranian attack document that's really the one that's sensitive in these Mar-a-Lago boxes. Oh, sure, maybe the other stuff was just souvenirs. But oh, oh, the Iranian attack document that you've never seen and it can't be confirmed and it's not even in the SCIF, so anybody can look at it and say what they saw. Oh, but what if it exists? What if? Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the summer Trump hoax. Now, I hope you've also learned how to make a hoax. I'm giving the DNC ideas. No, I'm not. You don't think they thought of this? <laughs> this is the classic Trump hoax. And they always do it in the summer. Ideally, they want to do it in the summer because there's nothing else to talk about. So people would just talk about this all summer long. Uh, you have to admit, you have to admit, this is good hoax spotting. You've seen all the hoaxes, you know how they do it, but now I've pulled it together so you can see all the elements of it. And by the way, you might see a lot more of this. I mean, this might not be the one you see. you probably see lots of them. And that is why you follow me, because you won't see that on CNN or MSNBC. You're welcome. All right. Um, there wasn't really much news today. It was all just... Repeat news. Uh, There's more drone attacks in Ukraine or something. I don't know. More drone attacks. Um, Iran has been kind of quiet lately, haven't they? Don't you think? Uh, There's still some people who are arguing about whether those hoaxes are hoaxes. I would like you to reveal yourself uh, on YouTube. I know on on the locals' channel, they're better informed, so they don't believe any of those hoaxes. But I want to see if there's anybody on YouTube who actually believes uh, that Trump called the neo-Nazis fine people. Uh, We won't even argue about it today. I just want to see if anybody actually believes that. Just reveal yourself in the comments. Anybody who actually thinks those words came out of his mouth and that that was the meaning of those words. Oh, this is interesting. It's a wall of no's. So you don't want to admit it, do you? If if there's anybody there who still believes that hoax, it'd be kind of embarrassing at this point. Okay, well, there's not a single person on YouTube saying they believe it. Are you surprised? Could I I take a minute to pat myself on the back for that? (laughs) How in the world did I pull that off? I mean, I wasn't doing it alone, but... Got a lot of help from Steve Cortez and Joel Pollack and a number of you who are retweeting stuff. But that took a long time to kill that hoax, didn't it? All right. Uh, How about the next one? How many of you believe that the president suggested injecting some kind of a disinfectant that was maybe liquid or chemical, like into your body? How many people think that actually happened in the real world that he suggested he did. So and Andy says he did, all right? So we have a believer there. Now, Andy was, uh, and Sappel says true. So you, you've never seen that debunked. Yeah. But I want to ask yourself, ask yourself, do you feel smart for believing that any president, whether it was Trump or anybody else, suggested injecting bleach in front of a crowd? Just, just think about it as if you'd never heard the story before. I won't go through the whole detail of uh, how they faked it, but the, the clip is edited so he doesn't talk about light. So he, he mentions light, they cut that out in the front, and then he goes back to light to make sure that they knew he was talking about light, and they cut off the clarifications. So if you saw the clip without the clarifications, it looks exactly like he wants to inject a chemical into your body. But ask yourself this, do you really believe that a president of the United States, any president, Trump, any president, would have gone up in public and suggested putting a disinfectant into your arm that wasn't light, because the light therapy was actually being tested? Do you really think that? that like, were, were you convinced by your fellow Democrats that he was so dumb and so unscientific and so reckless that he would actually go in front of the public and suggest a radical medical treatment <laughs> that couldn't possibly be smart. Yeah. but So don't, you don't even need to go and research how they did the fake. Just ask yourself how you ever believed that in the first place. Because that's the amazing part. The amazing part is that you ever believed it in the first place. To me, that was just shocking when it happened. How about the one where he mocked the guy, with, uh, the guy with a disability with a bad arm? How many of you believe he mocked a guy with a bad arm by doing an impression of having a bad arm himself? How many think that actually happened in the real world? I see one, yes. Because you saw it on video, right? If you saw it on video, there's, there's no questions, is there? Uh, I'll tell you how that one was done. That's also a hoax. Almost none of you. This is weird. So most of you do not believe it. He kind of did. No, he kind of did not. <laughs> he kind of did not. Now, what you don't know is that he did that same mocking you know, arm impression a number of times before that, just when he was talking about dumb people. It's his standard dumb people. Oh, he does that when he's talking about dumb people. Now, did you know that? The, the people who believed that he had really mocked the guy with the bad arm, did you know that that's his standard way of mocking people no matter what their arm looks like? Did you know that? And did you really think that the President of the United States mocked a disabled guy in a speech? You should ask yourself, why did you ever believe that happened? That, that should have been ruled out on the surface. You never should have had to think about that. (laughs) It's kind of amazing, uh, you know, once we've got some distance from the old Trump era, and we're going to look back, and we're going to laugh so hard at what the Democrats made people believe and actually believed. They actually believed he mocked a disabled guy while running for president, uh, praised neo-Nazis who were literally chanting anti-Semitic, you know, stuff, that that he would have actually praised them on TV, actually believed that, and that he suggested injecting, uh, like, household disinfectants. You really have to ask yourself how far in Trump derangement syndrome you were if you believed any one of those from the start. From, From day one, if you believed any of it, you have to ask yourself how gullible you are. I didn't believe any of it. Not not one of those things sounded right to me when I heard it. I like, that doesn't sound right. There's obviously something wrong with that story. But I saw it Greg says. Yeah, the the people who said, but I saw it with my own eyes or heard it with my own ears. You're you're the most lost. If you think you saw it and heard it, you're really really lost. Because you did see it and you did hear it, but it was fake. You saw what you saw. It was just uh, edited to uh, to deceive you. If you look at the original transcripts, you can tell. All right. He never used the word bleach. Yeah, but even even disinfectant was fake news as well. Um, and PJ says, in all capitals, Scott. I suppose he never said he could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue. How was that edited? PJ, is that outrageous? Is that an outrageous thing to say? Now, did you believe it was literal? Is that your problem? Do you believe he literally said, I think I could shoot somebody and get away with it? And you believed it because you, you took it at the time to mean literally shoot somebody, right? PJ, would you like to admit that, that you believed that that was literal? I'd like you to say that in in public, that you believed he actually meant that in the real world. Go ahead. Come on, PJ. You're you're yelling at me in all caps. I'm sure you're not shy. Come on. Come on. Tell us you really believed it. Come on, PJ. Come on, PJ. You can do it. Tell us you really believed it. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Come on. All right. Uh, uh, Somebody says, Scott, some people use all caps because they're old and can't see. Okay. Good enough. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Talk about MGG's tweet about Feds posing as white nationalist demonstrators. <laughs> yeah, so there's a new group of supposed white supremacists. Yeah. You know, all these stories look alike to me, so I I choose to uh, treat them as they're all one big hoax. It's just all the same hoax. And the hoax is that there are all these uh, active and vital white supremacy groups. <laughs> they They can muster, like... Twelve people, and they all look like feds. And, you know, some people said... I I saw a complaint on Twitter where somebody said they're all in good shape, so they couldn't possibly be, you know, white supremacists. And then somebody countered that by saying, are you telling me that white supremacists couldn't be in good shape? (laughs) Well, yeah, I suppose they could. They could be in good shape. But I've got a feeling that the... uh, the white supremacists in that group were at least, at least half feds. <laughs> when, when you see the number of feds that are part of every, uh, every uh, radical organization, it's kind of hilarious. I have to admit they do a good job of infiltrating. They're good infiltrators, <laughs> and no tattoos. Yeah, and people keep saying that the, that the so-called white supremacists have no tattoos. Is that a thing? Would you agree that that is evidence or not? It, would it be fair to say that white supremacists are universally arm-tatted? Are, are their arms all full of tats? Is that, I mean, I, don't, I guess I don't know any white supremacists because I don't even know how to, how to judge that myself. Uh, some... Well, I would certainly expect that if you saw a group of 20 white supremacists in short-sleeved shirts, you would see some tattoos. But it's also possible, since they they were wearing masks... All right, well, let me take the other side of this. I'm going to take the other side for a moment. They were wearing masks, which suggests they don't want their identity to be known. Would that be the same reason that they would not show their tattoos if they had any? because the tattoos are pretty identifiable. So it could be that it's just uh, the ones who have tattoos don't participate, because they'd be wearing short sleeve shirts, and the ones who don't have them on their arms are there, because they can't be identified. You know? Next time they'll put fake tats on there, maybe. Um, Do any of you know a white supremacist? Watch this. So almost all of you are right-leaning. Do any of you know a white supremacist? I don't know one. Yeah, all I see are no's. I see only no's. Now, isn't it amazing to you that the Democrats and Biden have decided that the biggest risk to the country is white supremacy? And none of us even know one. And, and this audience is very right-leaning. And you don't even know one. You met one. All right, so somebody says they met one. Patrick says he is one. I don't believe it. So how did the white supremacists explain uh, Asian American performance in schools? How do they explain that? I don't think there are any white supremacists. There are definitely people who want white people to be left alone, and then they get called white supremacists. But the reason they want to be left alone is in part because they don't want to compete. I I think the whole supremacist part, that went away a long time ago. I mean, because what are they doing? Are they looking at the NBA and saying, I could play like that? No. Are they looking at... You have know, the uh, people enrolled in higher education and saying, well, I could have done that. No, no. I mean, it must be pretty obvious that there are groups that are far outperforming the white supremacists themselves. <laughs> yeah, Have they not noticed? They, they haven't noticed that the white people are not killing it in every category? How do you not notice that? Uh, I don't think there are white supremacists anymore. I believe that there are people who think white people are maybe somewhere in the middle, you know, somewhere in the middle on all the different categories of things you could be, and that's it. But they'd rather be left alone. Now, I don't agree with them you know, in, in their general philosophy, but I've never heard of one who thought they were actually superior. I've never heard of that. All right. They're just low-key? I don't know. You say you've met one, I feel like I would have met one somewhere along the line. I would have met at least one. But who's going to stand right in front of you and say, oh yeah, white people do better in academics than Asian Americans and Indian Americans and uh, some types of Jewish Americans? Who's going to say that? There's nobody who believes that. Yeah. I think it's over. It's imaginary. You met one many years ago? Yeah, No, even Nick Fuentes. Do you think that Nick Fuentes believes that white people do better in, uh, let's say, in school than Asian Americans? Do you think Nick Fuentes believes that? No, he doesn't. No. All right, well, enough about that. Is there anything else we need to talk about that I haven't mentioned yet? Did I forget anything? Claims Biden is what? Yeah, he's mentally incompetent, of course. F-16s, they seem minor. All right, I think we've uh, done it all. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining on YouTube. I'm going to talk to the locals' people for a few minutes. Glad you were here. See you tomorrow.